0: Right away take me today, There's no other way. I know. Right away, let's go away, My peoples, my peoples, go. my peoples, my peoples, my peoples. Hello, welcome to the Right Away Podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Martin. Thank you for joining me again. I appreciate it. I'm going to say that every time to begin all my um, podcasts. I really appreciate you taking some time and listening to what I have to say. And hopefully it's saying something that um, strikes a chord in you, inspires you. Um, I always want to do the positive things with these podcasts. So I'm hoping that they, um, they do that. That's always the intention. That's the goal. I wanted to talk about angels. And I know I've written about this, but I don't think I've ever spoken about it on a podcast. Um, so I wanted to do that. It just kind of hit me to talk about it. So I'm not, let me give yourself my, give you some background about myself. I, I grew up in church, um, never liked church, um, for various reasons. I won't get into that cause that'd be a whole nother podcast, but, um, and kind of fought that because I saw so much hypocrisy and, and, you know, things in my home, uh, that weren't Christian-like, but I was, you know, forced to go to church for the first 17, 18 years of my life. And so I never liked it. And so to a certain degree, didn't really have a strong belief. To a certain degree, I I really, I mean, I really, I still don't believe in religion. um, But that's, you know, I don't want to argue semantics and argue what people's faiths are and all that stuff. I I don't want to really argue that. But in my journey... I've come to believe that there's something. I don't, I don't know what you would call it. God, Allah, all whatever names people give for a higher power, that's fine. I'm not going to argue that. But I've come to believe through experience, not through somebody telling me, not through reading a book, not through reading any holy books, although I've read quite a few of them, and I have enjoyed some parts of them and some parts I haven't. Um, I've learned from all of them. I have learned from all of them. But... Um, that's not where my education came from. And so when I when I refer to angels, I'm talking about my experience and what has led me to believe that there is something definitely bigger than me. I'll give you an example. My first angel, my first angel, well, first angel that I, I actually met because there's been a couple of instances where people have intervened. Um, one time I jumped in a pool. I was about five years old, jumped in a pool in the deep end, and um went to the bottom and didn't know how to swim and would have drowned i just happened i looked up um i'm underwater don't know what i'm gonna do i'm i'm you know i can't cry because i'm underwater i'm worried and i see these two legs flapping in the water male legs you know big legs grown people's legs and so i just grabbed one of the legs and he's trying to shake me off and i'm not letting go of that leg until he until he brings me up, and so that was an angel because, you know, I would have drowned. I don't know where the adults were were in my life, but at that time, but um, so that's an angel. But I didn't get to meet him, so that was one of those. But the ones I've actually met, uh, have given me this 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 kind of this different kind of faith. I didn't I didn't learn faith through church. I didn't learn faith from adults around me as I was growing up, I really didn't. I learned faith through going through things and having people that did not know me, did not know me, intervene and do something profound in my life, so I started to call them angels. One particular, one of the first incidents was, I got married really young, I got married at 19, going on 20, well I was 20 by the time I got married. after three months here in California, moved to New York. Had some issues, a lot of issues going on, um, but had some issues with the, the, the in-laws, ended up homeless. This particular night, um, it's like 18 degrees, and I'm from California, so I don't know anything about cold weather. I think 60 is cold. In New York, it's at this particular time. It's I think it's December or the, or somewhere around there, going into December, I guess. So almost close to to winter time. It's freezing. It's like eighteen degrees out. My body is not used to eighteen degree weather, and it's going to go down. So anyway, I'm walking around. I don't know where to go. I'm from California. Don't have any money to get back to California. I'm wondering what I'm going to do. What am I going to do to get out of this situation? And I'm freezing. And I know I didn't have any winter coat as far as New York weather went. So I had some little light jacket on. I'm moving around. I don't know what to do. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting delirious. It's cold out here. I'm freezing to death. And so I come upon this building and it's an old old abandoned building. I don't know what it is at the time, but I learned later that it's an old abandoned school. It used to be a school. And... They closed down the school for whatever reason. You know how they do that. And it was just an abandoned building when when I moved to Rochester. And so I see this old abandoned building, and I'm trying to figure out ways to get in it. I'm trying to figure out ways to get in it. So I'm looking around, and I find a bar or, or something. a stick And I'm trying to... It, it's some bars around the window. I'm trying to bend stuff or try to get... But I'm trying to get in this building. Well, I have to relieve myself. I have to pee. So... I stop trying to get in the the building, and I start peeing on the wall. As soon as I'm, like, halfway through peeing on the wall, I hear this boop, boop, and see some lights behind me. I know immediately it's the cop. I'm like, oh, my God. Well, I can't stop peeing. I'm in the middle of peeing. So I pee. The guy, the cop pulls up. He gets out of his car, and I'm like, you know, I'm from Los Angeles, and you know how Los Angeles cops are. So I'm thinking, oh, my God, here we go. This is going to be a problem. So I finish relieving myself. I turn around, and the, and the police officer says, what are you doing out here? And I said, and I, I, I don't even want to beat around the bush because I'm freezing. I'm like, officer or police officer, I forgot, whatever. Sir, I think maybe I said sir. Sir, I'm freezing. I'm trying to figure out a way to get in this building. And I wasn't going to steal anything, but I was going to start me a little fire because I'm freezing out here. He says, well, where do you live? And I tell him, well, I, I live with my in-laws, but we got into it. He said, well, is there anywhere else you can go? I was like, no, sir, I don't, I don't have anywhere to go. I'm from California. I don't have any money to get back. And he looks at me, he's thinking, and, um, but a kind guy. He's not looking at me uh, aggressively or, or crazy or anything like that. So he says, okay, hold on just a minute. So he goes back to his car. I don't know what he says in his, um, in his mic or whatever. And so he comes back. He says, okay, get in the car. And I'm looking at him, giving this look. And um, he says, yeah, get in the front. I'm like, wow. And I'm thinking to my mind, in my mind, he's going to put me... I get to sit in the front? Wow, okay. So I don't know. what he says, I'm going to take you somewhere, man, because you're going to freeze. It's going to go down to five or six degrees tonight. You're going to freeze to death out here. So I'm going to take you somewhere. So I get in the car. Man, this is like the nicest, nicest cop I've ever met in my life to this day. Nicest, I mean, white dude. Nice... He's not talking about anything negative. He's like, well, I tell him I just got married. I got a little son. I think my son was born by that time. I have a little son or son on the way. I forget. It's been a long time. But we're talking about life stuff. And he says, well, you got to get yourself together, man. You can't be out here. You can't be out here. You know, you got whatever it is that you need to fix at your house or get back to California or whatever. But you need to do something. You can't stay out here. You will die out here. So he takes me to an open door mission. And, um. I'm just thankful that I'm in a place that's warm. (laughs) I I, I really, I'm thankful that, so he goes in front of me. He goes, talks to the guy at the desk or whatever at that time. And um, he comes back by and I'm wanting to hug this dude. I'm like, man, this guy saved my life. This guy saved my life. So that was one of my angels. And I've met so many people like that total stranger, nice, was looking out for me. He carried. He took me across town. So I don't even think I was in his district. I'm. I'm not sure. It seemed. Seemed like we rolled for a long time for him to get. But I guess he knew the guy that was running this homeless shelter, Open Door Mission, where he took me. Um. So I feel like he saved my life. And I've had angels like that all throughout my life. All through. It's like whatever's there. I'll, I'll just call it God. I don't want to get real religious on anybody but I'll just call it God because that's the name I grew up hearing so that's the only reason I'm not going to want to offend anybody if you don't call it God that's fine you call it Allah you call it Adonai you call it Yahweh whatever you call it you call it Captain Crunch whatever you call it that's fine I'm not, I'm, that's, I'm not arguing semantics here I'm just telling you why I call certain people angels so for me it's like God has put people in certain positions in my life not only to get me out of those situations and make me think differently, but to let me know that something is watching bigger than me over me, that's kind of the conclusion I've, I've and I fought that I fought that because i was I was opposed to any of that stuff i really but my life wouldn't let me go that route. you know my life really wouldn't let me go where I just didn't believe at all because things like that would happen um and so I call them my angels. Uh, There was so many stories like that. And so I just started calling my angels. And each one of my angels has been a person that I did not know or did not know very long. And they intervened in my life in some kind of way. And changed my life profoundly. That police officer changed my life profoundly. Once I got to the open door mission, there was an older gentleman That told me that I was too smart. I was too smart to be there at the Open Door Mission. He did not know me. He did not know me. He says, I'll tell you what you can do. And hopefully I haven't done this on another podcast, but I'm doing it again. Um, Hopefully I haven't haven't told this story, but maybe if so, maybe somebody needs to hear it. But he told me, you're too smart to be here. So he says, what you can do, though, since you have time, the library is open from 12 to 9. It's warm, so you don't have to worry about being cold because you can't stay in the open-door mission all You can't stay in the open-door mission. They didn't allow you to stay there all day. You had to do something. So you, it's it's warm, and there are books. So while you're there being getting warm, read a book and see what other people have done in their lives and do something with yours. I don't know why him saying that Struck a chord with me. I have no, to this day, I have no idea why that old man saying that struck a chord with me. I wasn't interested in books at that time. So I don't know what it was about this man saying what he said at that time in my life. that got me interested in books. And I wasn't interested in books right away, but I did go to the library. And once at the library, of course, there's nothing but books. So I started picking out books and I truly believe because of that angel that books start choosing me I started picking up books randomly at first I'd pick up books about people I knew Stevie Wonder um, Marvin Gaye I, I'd pick because I love music so I'd pick, pick people that I knew I was familiar with but after a while it wasn't about music and I'd pick up something like Upton, Upton Sinclair Bertrand Russell Um, Noam Chomsky uh, Elijah Muhammad uh, Paul Robeson W.E.B. Du Bois um, Harriet Tubman I'd pick up books on Jay Guevara um, philosophy, astronomy I was picking up books on everything but prior to this man, my angel, bringing that up, I probably would have never I probably would have never started reading it was amazing, and that's been like a 40-year habit now. I'm never without a book. But I didn't hear, I I, I never heard I was smart coming up from my family. It took me 2,600 and something miles away from home in a homeless shelter for a complete stranger, old man, to tell me I was smart and do something with my life. But in order to do that, go to the library, see what other people had done with their lives and do something with yours. Another angel. And if it felt like life was putting me on this path that it was going to convince me that something is watching over me and I'm not trying to make anybody convert to anything. I'm not, I'm not anything. I'm just saying what my life has done for me and has convinced me of. And so from there, I, I just met various angels that have done, um, amazing things with just by their words just by their words um, you know so it takes different things for different people but my angels have become they've been homeless people they've been so called criminals they've been prostitutes they've been um former lawyers they've been just a whole they've been teachers they but they've always been strangers there there've been people that I have not known very long that have had a profound profound impact on me my fifth grade teacher mr kwama in fact the first first book that i wrote the very first poem i think the very first one was dedicated to him but he told me early on as a as a, as a fifth grader with my head always down always looking at the floor you know, very insecure and, and very shy and and um, not feeling very good about myself. He told me as a fifth grade I was going to write books. I don't know what caused him to do that. I'm not sure what he saw in me. I was always good with spelling, but how did he you know I was going to write books? Or he, no, he said I was going to be a writer. i put it that way. But how did he know that? Mr. Kwama, one of my angels, you know. One of my my angels have come from a variety of people. Um, some people people walk right by because a lot of times, you know the, the interesting thing about life, at least for me, that you can't judge a book. You know how people say that, and it's a cliche. You can't judge a book by its cover. You really can't though, because if I had a picture. I have a mental picture, but if I had, if I was able to put a, a, a physical picture for people to see, who my angels have been, they wouldn't look very angelic. But that goes again to say you can't judge a book by its cover, because they were beautiful, beautiful souls, regardless of what they were doing with their lives, regardless of, of this or that, um, they were beautiful, beautiful souls. When it came to me, they were profound um, parts of my life. And it changed me forever. It changed me forever because of those angels. So I think the higher power, God, Allah, whatever you want to call it, put those people, and it's been a bunch of them. It's been a bunch of them. It hasn't been two or three. It's been quite a few of them, quite a few of them, Um, black, white, female, educated, -educated, um, non-educated, the whole spectrum. For some reason, these people took a liking to me and they said something profound that initiated something in me. And I truly believe that had I not met those angels along the way, I would not be where I am today. I truly believe that they were put in my in my journey for me to be where I am today. I don't think I would have I would have done it. I don't think I would have done it. And not that I've accomplished all of these things, but I've done a lot more than I thought I was going to do. When I was that 20-year-old looking for somewhere to stay in in upstate New York, freezing to death, I had no idea where I would end up. And I sure didn't think it would be um publishing books and traveling and and um inspiring people and I, I had those were the farthest thoughts from me. I didn't think I was capable of ever doing any of that stuff. But because of these People taking an interest in me, taking an interest in me, um, having something to say and thinking I would listen. Um, it changed my life. It changed the course of my life. So angels come in a variety of colors. They come in a variety of, of um, life skills. They come in a variety of, um, you know, statuses where they are in, in society. It makes no difference. 'cause i I've said this quite a few times that I've met some brilliant people I mean absolutely brilliant people. Elrod comes to mind, he's one of the guys that really influenced me because he was so articulate, but I've met some brilliant people who probably didn't go very far in school but really could talk to you about just about any topic there was and then i've I've worked around people who are extremely educated. And probably beyond two or three subjects that they know, probably couldn't talk about much. So, judging a book by its cover, sometimes that leads you way off course. Sometimes our angels are wrapped in dirty rags. Sometimes they're wrapped in homelessness. Sometimes they're wrapped in um, uh, alcoholism. Sometimes they're wrapped in drug drug addiction. Sometimes they're wrapped in even some, some mental illness. You know, they're wrapped in a bunch of different things. At least that's been my my um experience. That they're wrapped in a bunch of things. But when it came to giving me some words of wisdom, some jewels, they were there for me. There were absolutely profound impacts on my life. So I call them my angels. So um, never be too proud to take advice from anybody, regardless of who they are. That janitor that you walk by every day may have something to save your life. He may have, or she may have some advice to save your life. That person, that nanny that just takes care of people's children may have some advice to save your life, change your life. That construction worker, that teacher, you know, that, that that nerdy person that nobody pays attention to may have. You never know what, what form your angels are coming in or what they're wrapped in. They're not always in suits. All, they don't always have doctor in front of their name or PhD behind their names. Angels come in a variety of colors, variety of outfits, but they're angels. That's the important part. They're angels. So don't ignore your angels. You never know where they're coming from. You never know who they are. The person you least expect to have the most wisdom, maybe have the wisdom that you need to prepare yourself to greater things in your own life. That's what I found. And you know, before I had the homeless experience, I had a, quite a few of them, actually. You know, because I, I was a hothead, and i get upset, and i just go on my walks. Okay, I got to get out of here. Let me let me go on my walks. And um, the the interesting thing... About that, is before I had those experiences, I thought anybody that was homeless was a bum. You know, not, nothing about them that was uh, appealing, didn't have anything going on, just giving up on life. You know, straight up, you know, I just thought they were worthless until I was out there in that situation. Then I met businessmen, businessmen who would go door to door, businessmen, door to door salesmen who were homeless. But you would never know it. You would never know it. Dressing sharp, they might have one or two suits only, but they kept those one or two suits nice and dapper. Kept their shoes polished. You would never know it. I met businessmen. I've met ex-te- or former teachers. I've met uh, all kind of people. All kind of people who, on their, you know, alcoholics. Who were great people, but they got caught up in alcoholism and, you know, still wise. But the alcohol, I had them or drugs had them, but still wonderful people gave me advice. And maybe they didn't take their own advice. I don't know. But they gave me wonderful advice that I took and it changed my life. So if I'm anything, as far as if I'm an inspiration to anybody who listens to this, to anybody who's listening to this, that can get something from me, believe me, it's not me. It's all those people who invested time into me. That's who, that's who's inspiring you. All those people who believed in me, who were complete strangers, who invested time, advice, they saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. That's where the inspiration is coming from. It's not coming from me. So, um, this show is about angels. I hope you got something from it. Um, and it. and like I said, don't 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 judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a book by its cover. That cover can be raunchy and dirty and matted and, and you know, folded up and everything. But within those covers, within that those pages are diamonds. Absolute diamonds. So, till next time, thank you for joining us. This is Jeffrey Martin. You've been listening to the Right Away podcast. I hope you got something out of this. And believe me, you got angels. Just listen to them. Peace. Let's go away. let's go, let's go. I wanted to say again, thanks for um, supporting me. Thanks for listening in. I really appreciate um, you taking your time and, and listening and coming through and, and you know, sitting down and, and hearing me out, hearing what I have to say. I appreciate it, I really do. Um, I can't say that enough. And, you know, um, chime in, uh, make comments, go to my, my poetry.com. Um, that's my website. Make comments there. If you can't get through here, make comments there. I really appreciate um, anything that you can do, any any critiques, um, what you like to hear, who you might like to be interviewed. If you have somebody that has an interesting life or interesting um, art that they do, you know, it's, it's all around. It's called Right Away Podcast, so it's about writing, but... Writing is so many other things, you know, and the influence it has on other things. So the arts, period. You know, the arts. Just trying to um, shoot some positive stuff out there through writing, through the arts, through life experiences, trying to encourage people and inspire people the way I've been encouraged and inspired. So thank you again for your support. And um, yeah, check me out. PlantMyPoetry.com. You can email me at Jeffrey, the poet at gmail.com. That's Jeffrey, J-E-F-F-E-R-Y, the, T-H-A-P-O-E-T, Jeffrey, the poet at gmail.com. You know, you can hit me up that way too. So get in touch with me. Let me know how you, how you feel about things. And um, there's a topic that you want to be discussed, or if you want to come on and we can talk about different aspects of the arts, I'd love to have you. All right, thanks again. Right Away Podcast, Jeffrey Martin. Peace.